Hello and welcome to The Dad Whisperer. I'm your host, Dr. Michelle Watson, and you know that this is a place where my goal is to help dads become heroes. And though I'm especially focused on the dad-daughter relationship, many of you have let me know that you have found the things that I talk about here to even be relevant to the other relationships in your lives, which is awesome. Well, if you're new to the program, I want to quickly review the template that I use that guides our conversations each week. So picture yourself, dads, standing side by side, ready to run your fathering race, and you are on a racetrack. Can you picture that? And I'm your coach, and I'm giving you pointers about how to better understand your daughter's needs so that you can be the best dad you can be. So like you know, if you were truly in a race, you would hear on your mark, get set, go. And that's the grid I use. On your mark is the title. Get set is filling this in with stories and stats. And go is your go step every week to put your heart of love for your daughters into action. Well, today for On Your Mark, the title is How to Fight Well with Your Daughter and Succeed. Now, that might sound like an oxymoron. How can you fight and have it be well? Okay, you're going to have to listen today to find out the answer to that question. So today we are talking about fighting Yep, a real thing that happens between dads and daughters. We all fight. And though some of you might not like to call it fighting, let's just say that we're talking about disagreements that take place at differing levels of intensity with the people that we're closest to. Okay, who of us hasn't had that happen? Okay, I'm the first to raise my hand because my dad and I bonk heads still at my age. But truth be told, honestly, the fact is that we have differing opinions And we're unique, and it's all about wanting to be heard and understood by the other. So the problem isn't just that we want the other person to know our position, is it? The problem is how we have these discussions, right? So when it comes to fathers and daughters, with dads being bigger and stronger physically than their girls, I've discovered that when a dad says that he's barely had an intense response his daughter usually is interpreting his response as being a really big, angry outburst, right? And because these conversations are common for me, whether in my counseling office or with dads in the ABBA project, what I can tell you is that this comes up a lot. So why not talk about it, get it in the open so we can all learn new strategies for navigating conflict because I want to help you navigate better. Well, to address this issue today, I have invited a special consultant to join me here in the studio because she comes to this topic as a 14-year-old teenager. So she's in the thick of dealing with these dynamics with her dad at the start of her teenage years, and her name is Olivia Mills. And she's going to be sharing today some of her story about what she's learning right in the heat of the battle with her dad a lot of the times. And I've also written to her dad, Brent Mills, and asked him things. So I'm going to be weaving his side of the conversation into the show today. So welcome, Olivia Mills. Thanks for being here. Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> oh, it's so fun. I mean, Livia and I go way back, don't we? Yeah, we've had so much time together over the years. I love it so much. I no, way back. I mean, I was seven, like seven years old. I know. And and you and your sister have spent the night with me for years and we do silly things and we play. And if any of you have read my book, Livy is actually one that I quoted in my book back when she was eight years old. Do you remember that? Yeah, I remember that. That was And she was like, what do you do for a living? And I'm like, I'm a counselor. And you were like, what is that? And you remember your words? You said... I said, well, I help people with their heart hurts. Mm -hmm. I said, heart hurts hurt more than physical hurts, I think. Something in that. 
And I was like, I started crying. I'm like, how do you know that at such a young age? And so what I can tell all of you listening is that this is a young woman that runs very deep. And as she and I were talking recently about all this topic, I'd emailed her and her dad to find out more that they thought about how they fight and navigate conflict. I finally said, would you just rather come and share your own story? And you said, why not? Of course. Why not come? So welcome here today. Well, I want to start, Olivia, by st- by just reading what your dad wrote me as he read some of the things that you'd written out that you'll be sharing today. So here's what her dad, Brent, said. He said to me, I think Livy did a great job of writing so clearly for a 14-year-old. I thought she was a little overly positive about my responses to her. I clearly don't always, you put that in caps, respond with calmness in an argument. I told her that she was more than welcome to be honest and share that I lose my cool too sometimes, which let me just stop and say, Brent is also a pastor. So I love that he can be authentic about that. He also said, I hope this stuff is helpful for you. It's definitely real life for us. And we've had to resolve a handful of conflicts in the course of everyday life, even this week, which he put in caps. Yeah. Right? So there's the real dynamics that your dad was saying go on. So, Livy, you wrote me something in an email when you you and your dad and I were talking about this, about you said more about how you and your dad interact. Would you be okay just starting this off by reading what you wrote to me? Yeah. Um, I wrote that I know that I have a very strong personality and I don't struggle to express my opinions. No, not (laughs) you. (laughs) No, of course. I always have an opinion. But deep in my heart, I know that my dad wants what is best for me and Mm. that he doesn't ever want to blow over what I'm feeling or what I have to say about our disagreements. Most of our conversations are calm, but I definitely lose my cool sometimes. I never want to leave an argument or conflict with my dad unresolved because it creates a barrier between us. Yeah. And it just doesn't sit right in my heart. So I do my best to listen to him and ask for forgiveness as soon as possible. So I love that you wrote that out and you're just starting with being honest, vulnerable, real, keeping it real, going, I lose my cool. Okay. What teenage girl doesn't? Yeah. Let's be honest. Yeah. Hormones, emotions, Everything in your body is changing. You're figuring yourself out. So, of course, there's going to be a spillover. So, now I'd like to go a little bit deeper. Is that okay? Sure, yeah. I'm going to ask you a few more questions. So, I know there are dads listening who have daughters with strong personalities. Can you tell us, Olivia, a little bit more about how you and your sister relate differently to your dad, which obviously affects the dynamics in your home? What can you say about that? Um. Fighting with my sister is a very different dynamic than fighting with my dad. When I'm fighting with my dad, it's more heated, and we both have very strong personalities. But my sister and I are very different in our character and our personalities because she's a lot more introverted than I am. A lot of times when I'm fighting with my sister, it's more like she wants the conflict to just be over as soon as possible, while my first reaction is to try and talk it through with her. Mm -hmm. Um, When my dad comes to help my sister and I work through our disagreements, he has to find a way that mixes our two different personalities. That must not be easy for him. No, no. Right? It's not easy for any of us. <laughs> an introvert, an extrovert. And and you're like, okay, what does God have up his sleeve? Because he's yeah. giving your dad and your mom a challenge. Like, wow, you didn't come with a playbook. Very different. What do you do? Mm-hmm. Her quiet introvertedness keeps her from wanting to talk it through. Your sister? Yeah. My uh-huh. sister doesn't want to do that. And she doesn't want an argument in any case or situation. 
I, on the other hand, would rather talk it through for as long as necessary so that we could reach the root of the problem and get down to what really happened. Yeah. My dad does a that. really good job of bringing my sister out of her little turtle shell and telling me when it's time to actually listen to what she has to say because we're so different from each other. Mm, okay, I want to highlight something that I've heard from a lot of fathers. Because I said today, I'm bringing you in as a consultant. Yeah. Like, like you're my teenage consultant. <laughs> and I hear dads, Olivia, say a lot that they hate disrespect on any level. So whenever they hear their daughters or their sons disrespecting like them or each other, or mom, they tend to really put a stop to that disrespectful attitude. So this is where I hear stories of the fight then turning to be between the dad and his daughter. But you said your dad does a good job of juggling the differences Mm -hmm. between you and your sister Allie when you're fighting while helping you navigate that fight between you rather than your dad getting in the middle of it. How does your dad do that from your perspective? Um, when we're, um, my sister and I, when we're having the middle of a conflict, my uh-huh. dad sits with us and lets each of us tell our side of what happened. And he makes us listen to the other one without letting us interrupt and say, you're wrong or no, that's not what happened. Once both of us have shared our sides, he tries to get to the actual root of the problem and weed out the real facts of what happened. Then he has a say where we were wrong. And instead of using you statements, He says to use I statements and see where we think we could have done better. That helps us both talk in a way that is still argumentative, but not combative. Ooh, I love that. Do you guys see what I'm talking about? The depth (laughs) in this 14-year-old. Who talks like that? Let's not be combative. But there's an argument. There's something healthy to arguing. resolve. Healthy arguing. Wait, there, let's do hashtag healthy arguing <laughs> on this one. So, okay, now to the conflict with your dad. Let's, let's talk not just about your dad with you and your sister, but you and your dad. You just said that you both have strong personalities. Can you say more about when you and your dad tend to butt heads? It's usually nothing big. Usually it's just the little things that come up in life. He tries to let me talk while he listens without interrupting. Usually that's just how it starts. Okay, so that's a key thing, without interrupting. Yes, interrupting Let's highlight is so that. key. Your dad is listening to all of it before he interrupts. Mm-hmm. I have a friend that I was talking to on Sunday, and she said, the one thing that is so annoying for me when I am in conflict with my dad is that he interrupts me constantly and won't let me get my words in. And then we can talk about it because he wants to make his point proven before you can really get into what's happening. So it really matters to teenage girls. I can say even to older girls that we're heard. Yes. Isn't it? Yes, a lot. It's very important. Okay. So what else can you see? You said that's how it starts is dad let, listens without interrupting. Then what happens? Then depending on the situation and the what's going on, Um, It can build to a point where we're both losing control and we aren't focusing or thinking clearly. And instead of it becoming an actual discussion about the original issue, it can turn into being about other things. And we aren't even talking about what we started arguing on. (laughs) Good point. It becomes this crazy out of control argument and other topics get pulled into it. Oh, that's a really good point. I think that happens again to a lot of dads and daughters, which is why today I wanted to talk about how do you fight well and succeed? Yeah. Right? How do you turn it into something that isn't disastrous? And like you said, Liv, combative. So how does your dad respond to you then when your strong personality confronts his? 
as I begin to get more emotional and upset, he becomes louder and stronger. And I know that he can always win if it comes down to a yelling match. <laughs> He's the stronger lion, the four personality types, the lion, beaver, otter, retriever. Oh, the, yeah. I think a lot of us have heard of that. Lion, yeah. otter, beaver, golden retriever. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. And both of us would be our strongest personality is the lion. And oh, so we're both it. very aggressive and we both have strong opinions. And although I don't back down when we finally finish, it just feels terrible. And we both feel awful about we have to talk through the original problem. We have to talk through what built up in the course of our argument. And the yelling, it's just a very uncomfortable and unwanted situation that we don't want to be in constantly. Mm -hmm. We both say things that we regret, and it requires a lot of extra effort to work through the things that we said in the heat of the moment. My dad has this phrase that he says, when you have something to say, but if it's said in the wrong way, what you say doesn't have value or worth. So in other words, it, he's saying it matters more how you say it yeah. than what you say. Because you can take the same statement and yeah. turn it into something angry or something really wise and helpful. Yeah. But if you don't say it in a way that can be communicated well, it's not going to be accepted. It bombs. It does. Yeah, so in other completely. words, I've heard it said that communication is 7% words. 38% tone of voice. Yes, a lot. And 55% body language. So your dad is on to something there, isn't he, and mm -hmm. what he's teaching yeah. you? Yeah. Uh-huh. I think you said there's another thing that your dad says. Oh, yeah. His, his other phrase is that the person will not remember the argument. They will remember how they felt. Oh, that is so good. Well, you know what? I would love to just kind of take, take a detour for a minute and read something your dad wrote to me about he, how he navigates the fighting as a dad with you as a daughter. And I think dads listening would appreciate hearing his perspective and things that your dad has learned along the way about what we're calling today, quote, fighting well. Yes. Okay. Would you like to hear what your dad had to say? Sure. Yeah. Okay. Well, here's, here's what your dad Brent said. He said, I would love, because I said to him, I would love to hear how you keep your cool when you want to pull the power card as a dad and say, because I said so. And it doesn't work because I told your dad, your daughters need words. They need explanations. They need rationale, right? That whole why, why, yeah. why, why are you saying no? Well, here's what your dad said. He said, I found that the because I said so card stopped working a long time ago with my daughters. Although they are different in their personalities, I realized conflict resolution was more successful when I started conceptualizing the conversations less like I did when they were young girls and more like I do with my wife. He said, I try to think of the way I respect my wife as an equal adult, recognizing that I have to listen and seek to understand her, even though she's a female or because she's a female. And he said, that is a key thing to navigating things with my daughter, that neither of them think or act exactly like my wife. But when I started considering them to be on equal footing with me in terms of the way I view them and respect them as people, he said, it helped me hold my tongue and try to avoid phrases that shut them down and prevented two-way dialogue. Would you say, Olivia, that lines up with what you've yeah, experienced? Definitely. He does a really good job of trying to Make sure that we aren't being told no just because he's saying no. There's a real reason and he wants to say yes, but mm. there are still guidelines that are there for a good reason. Oh, I love that. Well, your dad did not stop there. Your dad is really good with words. Yes, He knows definitely. that. So he kept going. And I think the next two things he said are really important for dads to hear. He said there's two simple 
concepts that I try to be mindful of when conflict needs to be resolved. Number one, he said the physical space and relationship between me and my girls is important. Now, dads, listen to this. He said, if possible, I try to walk into her bedroom, which he calls her turf, and I try to place myself physically in a lower position than she is. And he said, it might sound strange, but if my daughter is sitting on her bed, I intentionally sit on the floor. So she's looking down at me. He said, I'm taller than both of my girls, and I never want to be in a conversation where I'm looking down at her. I find if I sit down on the floor, lean back and cross my legs, the non-threatening posture says to her, I want to have a two-way conversation with you instead of, I am here to tell you blank, blank, blank. So listen to what Brent said. The physical space and relationship between me and my girls matters when we're in a fight This is helping us. Number two, he said, a conversational environment of two-way forgiveness is absolutely critical. Let me say that again. A conversational environment of two-way forgiveness is absolutely crucial. Brett went on to say, I have a regular pattern of asking my girls, and then he added, and my wife and my son, for forgiveness throughout their lives, even when they were young. They know I'm not perfect, and I've never tried to be perfect. I've tried to be the first to ask for forgiveness when there's conflict, since in most most of the cases, he said, both people bear at least some responsibility for the hurt and disagreement. Now, dads, that is a really courageous, brave way for dads to become heroes, is by humbling themselves and asking forgiveness. Because what Brent said is, Even if I know the conversation will have to come around to a place where I'm speaking correctively to my girls, I want to begin with a humble attitude that says, we are both sinners in need of Jesus' forgiveness and the ground is level at the foot of the cross. Isn't that good? You got a wise daddy. That's what (laughs) I'm saying. So for dads listening today who want a real life practical action plan for navigating conflict with their daughters... Dad Brent has shared some awesome ideas. Physically get lower than your girls when you're in a tense situation so you're not towering over them. And number two, model humility by asking forgiveness first when you've responded poorly rather than giving yourself what I'll call like a get out of jail free card just because you're the dad. Does that line up? I love it that you're going, Dad, that's good. (laughs) I mean, it's true. He does do all these things in conflict, and I know he tries really hard. Do you think if more dads did what your dad is seeking to do, again, he says, I don't always get it right, but this is my goal of reaching my daughter's hearts. Do you think more of your friends would have different stories to tell you? I do. I think that that it would have a very different dynamic. I mean, even something as small as where you put yourself in a room in conflict especially as I'm a girl and I process things differently, as he said, it creates a very different feeling in the room instead of I go into his office and he's standing there and we have this conversation that feels like I am in trouble for something instead of feeling like you want to communicate things with me and resolve this problem. Oh, I love that. So your dad has to take the initiative and be the leader there. Well, I have another friend that I asked this same question of. His name is Jackson Drumguli, and he's a field-grade Army officer and the senior force management advisor wow. to the commanding general of the 7th Infantry Division on Joint Base Lewis McCord. Now, I had to have him write that out because <laughs> I couldn't say that again if I tried. And this man, we've gotten to know each other the last couple of years. He has a passion for equipping dads to be effective fathers. And here's what he said when I asked him for input on his issue about fighting with 
his daughters and any conflict that's in their home. He said, as a dad with three daughters, one of them is 12 and two of them are nine-year-olds, I am learning, and listen what he said here, to divide and comfort versus divide and conquer. Mm. Oh, I love that. Divide and comfort versus divide and conquer. He said, for example, when my preteen, quote, snaps or acts condescending toward her younger siblings in my presence, I immediately address it. He said, oftentimes I make sharp corrections in order to de-escalate the situation. He said, but then I separate my ladies for, quote, age-appropriate counseling, comforting, and family reconciliation. What's so interesting for me, Jackson said, is learning how well they each articulate their desire to be respected by each other. Olivia, does any of that sound familiar? Yeah, definitely. (laughs) See, you're in good company. You're like every home where there's siblings, a dad is trying to teach his kids. And oftentimes I know that dads bark. They get in the middle. They get louder. But I have found as oldest of four girls, it usually bombs. Yes. Things escalate from that point. So dads, to fight well, listen to what Jackson said. He went on a little bit more because I asked him, okay, I love this. Keep going. He said, after a long, stressful day at work, I so look forward to jumping in my car, turning on a podcast or my favorite song and getting home as quickly as possible. But he said, there's always so much on my mind and it seems impossible to turn it off, whether it's deadlines presentations, the next thing to do, questions, doubts, things to coordinate, things to uncoordinate. He said, my head is literally spinning, just thinking about all of that on the way home from work. He said, I often find myself taking my stress home and downloading it on unsuspecting loved ones. He said, what used to be an everyday family reunion when I came home turned into a run for cover retreat event for all my kids. He said, for my family's sake, I found something helpful that I would love to share. It's very simple and takes as long or short as you'd like. Here's his advice. Simply pull the car over. How's that for simple and practical? He said, so instead of going straight home, I now pull over and decompress. I put things in perspective and I walk into my house without creating an atmosphere of conflict, but one of calm, safety, peace, and protection. He said, Proverbs 15.4 reminds us that the soothing tongue is a tree of life, but a perverse tongue crushes the spirit. Remember, dads, we are thermostats, not thermometers. And then he adds by saying, here's today's thought. Fathers are gardeners creating the ecosystem for growth. So pull over. How's that for practical? Yeah. And so, Livia, I end each show with a go step. Now, I'm putting you on the hot seat here, girl. Do you have from your 14-year-old heart one practical way that dads this week can engage their daughters and fight well, if you will. Listen to your daughter's opinions before speaking your own. Ooh, okay. Listen to your daughter's opinions before speaking your own. Anything else? Um, a lot of my friends struggle with their dads caring too much about the issue at hand and interrupting them while they're trying to talk about the problem. And it communicates that they don't want to hear what they're saying. So Focus on listening and responding instead of speaking first. Okay, so listen. I love this. You're highlighting. Listen to your daughter till she's done before you interrupt. Yeah. It's practical, but hard. It is. It is so hard, even for me, vice yeah. versa. Yeah. And I'm a lion too. So <laughs> we're a lot wired the same, aren't we? We're yeah, like, definitely. I want you to hear me. But dads would find it would give a huge gift. Yes. 
in de-escalating the intensity by simply starting with listening. And you said, don't interrupt. Anything else you want to say? Um, you can just practice listening in any environment, whether it's at work or with a friend. And you can practice listening actively to what the people around you have to say and then waiting to share your personal opinions and thoughts. And let me, let me make this really real. Do you, Olivia, with your dad, find that once you've gotten out your words, you can hear your dad's words better? Yes, so, so much. Because I feel like what I have to say is now communicated. And now we can have more of a conversation because I don't feel like there's always something I can't get in. Oh, I love that. So picturing it almost like a coffee mug that's full of water. Once you get some of the water out, there's room there to take in more. Mm-hmm. Oh, Olivia, it's been so awesome to have you here today. So On Your Mark is the title, How to Fight Well with Your Daughter and Succeed. And you've just heard Get Set. You've heard Olivia, 14-year-old, amazing, deep, wise, young woman, share her story from her experience as well as her dad's about how to fight well and succeed without destroying each other in the process, because I know that's not what either of them want. Well, as always, just know that you can write to me at drmichelle at thedadwhisperer.com. Let me know how you're doing. Make suggestions for topics you'd like me to cover. You can always go to my website at drmichellewatson.com, where I have free resources and a link to Amazon where you can buy my book, which is titled Dad, Here's What I Really Need from You, a guide for connecting with my daughter's heart. And if you've enjoyed this conversation and would like to hear more, you can hear every single episode of The Dad Whisper on my website or on iTunes, where you can subscribe, rate, and review while you're there. Well, I'm Dr. Michelle Watson, The Dad Whisperer, encouraging you as dads today to make this a day where you intentionally and consistently pursue your daughter's hearts. Go, Dad.